For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Hey guys, this is Jay Nice, and if you hear my voice, then it is time to open your heart and mind to receive the word. I pray that whatever you are dealing with gets easier as I share with you what was placed on my heart. Lord, I ask that you use me and grant our listeners serenity. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. We're going to talk about more life with your girl, Jay Nice. October is fall season when trees lose their leaves and farmers harvest their crops. A professional leaf blower might not be looking forward to fall because of all of the extra work. However, a farmer has been anticipating this season since he planted his seeds because now is the season to reap what he has sown. The Latin word for octo means eight, which symbolizes wealth, prosperity, peace, and fertility. With that being said, I'm going to faithfully speak all month long that I will have all of these things and more in Jesus' name. Are you with me? Here at Edifying Queens, the theme of the month is optimism. So I'm going to be speaking and breaking it down a bit. The word means hopefulness and confidence about the future or successful outcome of something. But one thing I like to point out is that all optimists aren't believers, surprisingly. So for the sake of standing firm, I just want to profess that my hope is in Christ Jesus who gives us, who gave his life for us, y'all, that we may have salvation, which is the process by which man is ransomed for the enslavement, from the enslavement of sin through his atoning work on the cross. Through Christ, we are justified, renewed, sanctified, and redeemed. This is reason enough to think positive. But I know it's hard when one thing comes after the other and it seems to be happening and you don't know what to do because you are overwhelmed. In these scenarios, we have two options. To trust that God is faithful and delight in him or allow ourselves to be consumed by the mountain up ahead. I love the song. Who are you, great mountain, that you should not bow down? Jesus defeated the darkness. He has never lost a battle. Jesus has never lost a battle, y'all. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Now, I know it's going to take more than that song to move a pessimist, 
or a realist who may be thinking negatively. So next, I'd like to address the fact that thoughts are catalysts, which is a substance that increases the rate of a chemical reaction. Or in layman's terms, it also means a thing that causes an undesirable event to happen. Proverbs 23 verse 7 proves this by stating, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. In behavior, one who manipulates. That's in the Amplified Version. This is also evident in the self-fulfilling prophecy. This is when an originally false expectation leads to its own confirmation. So basically, our actions toward others impact their beliefs about us, causing their actions toward us to reinforce our initial false expectation, which can influence our actions toward others. I hope that made sense. But if not, it basically means we behave in a certain way to manipulate the situation or person to confirm what we already believe. Opinions we value can cause this prophecy, which can be a very toxic cycle people get stuck in. And they convince themselves that everyone is out to get them, which can lead to mental health issues. Now, I know we we all know somebody who deals with this or even, you know, you might be the one. So... I want to talk about some benefits of thinking optimistically. According to Victor Perton's article, an optimistic spirit can bring significant benefits. Now, I'm going to talk about some of these benefits so that if you or someone you know is dealing with, you know, this, then you can encourage them, you know. I know it's it's hard, but I think we can all do our part. An optimistic spirit can bring significant benefits such as happiness, joy, active longevity, better health, including lower risk of cardiovascular disease, better sleep, greater resilience, stronger relationships, and increased self-mastery. It's believed that optimistic people live longer and are better able to balance their emotions. (laughs) I definitely agree. Um, It says, optimistic people are better able to balance their emotions more effectively and that they more easily bounce back from some of the many stresses that life offers. And on the other hand, there is good evidence that pessimism damages the body by placing stress upon the cardiovascular system, raising blood pressure, increasing levels of inflammation, and worsening metabolic functioning. Optimism is strongly linked to lower risk of cardiovascular events, and there have been many studies done to prove this. 
Now, for sake of time, I won't go into all of these, but if you are interested, you can email us at edifyingqueens. Oh, I'm sorry, at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com, and I'll uh, send you the article so you can do further research. Now that we are aware of the benefits of thinking positive, I'd like to briefly touch on how important our words are. Just like our thoughts can impact and influence our lives, words can have an even greater effect on us and others we connect with. Proverbs 15:4 says, Gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Proverbs 16:24 says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Then Proverbs 18 verse 4 goes on to say, A person's words can be life-giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling brook. I know this sounds good, but there is a process before you can just start thinking and speaking positively. It takes time, and if you are committed to becoming the best version of yourself and living your best life, there is nothing you can accomplish with the help of God through Christ. However, what we hear, see, and things we allow to be in our minds create the catalyst that drives the chemical and spiritual reaction, which can either strengthen our faith or push us toward apostasy, which is the act of refusing to follow, obey, or recognize religious beliefs. Sounds familiar, right? For what's going on today in today's world. This is when the scripture, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 through 5 comes to mind. Um, I'm going to give you a second to turn to it, uh, 2 Corinthians 10. You can read it in your favorite um, version. It says, since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are powerful through God, the (laughs) demolition of strongholds, We demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. So pessimism, you have to go. We no longer serve you and you no longer serve us. We believe we will no longer believe that the worst will happen. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 through 6 says and I'm gonna give you a second to get over to Deuteronomy as I said you can pull up your favorite um verse uh. <laughs> Okay, sorry, I just, I, I, I want to say this because this is on my mind. But it says in Psalms 139, it says, Even before there is a word on my tongue, 
Behold, O Lord, you know it all. Mm. Yes, that's verse 4. But now we're going to go to Deuteronomy 28. Verse 1 through 6. It says, I'm reading it Amplified. It says, now, shall, now it shall be, if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord, your God, being careful to do all of his commandments, which I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and you will be blessed in the field. The offspring of your body and the produce of the of your ground and the offspring of your animals, the offspring of your herd and the young of your flock will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and you will be blessed when you go out. Mm. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way, but flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessings upon you and your storehouses and all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. Now I read down to verse eight because that was just... Y'all, this is why we must die to ourselves daily and put our flesh under subjection to our spirit. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. So for all of you science lovers, let me further prove to you why this is right. Apoptosis, right? It's the death of cells, which occurs as normal in a controlled part of an organism's growth and development. This is definitely a God thing. When we die to ourselves, then we can function properly as God designed us. Apoptosis is an orderly process in which the cell's contents are gathered for garbage collection by the immune cells. Apoptosis removes cells during development, eliminates potentially cancerous and virus infected cells to maintain balance in the body. I want you to ask yourself, what do you need to throw away that is no good for you? Rather, it's a TV show or junk food. You know, we all have those things that might be good to us, but are not good for us. Extracurricular activities need to take a back seat to our prayer and devotional time so that we don't miss what God has for us in this season. His vision for our lives is more important than what we want or expect. Taking our eyes off the Lord can mean choosing a good but vain path, which means it doesn't lead to results and we won't be happy. So let's do what Pastor Oliver always recommends. And we can get our spirits right so that we can get our minds right, which leads to a right heart and the right words will be able to flow from our mouths. This way, we can speak faithfully. When we say October is my month to receive wealth, prosperity, peace, and fertility, 
Now, for those of you who may not be looking to bear children right now, you will be relieved to know that fertility also means productiveness. <laughs> so I challenge you to shift your paradigm if you find yourself being fearful, struggling with anxiety and depression. Today is the day to get free. I decree and declare peace be to you. We will be in God's will for our lives. We will continue to bless and not curse others. If you don't know where to start, we can start in Matthew 6 verses 9 through 15 with the Lord's Prayer. Let me give you a second to go there. Because I know, you know, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes for us and people who are used to cursing all the time. And um, it's like a part of their, like, routine. It, it, it doesn't even bother them because they're so used to it. Um, and, you know, we all we all start somewhere, so... Let's start at Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. It says, Oh, one second. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version again. It says, Pray then in this way. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Mm. For yours is the kingdom and power and the glory forever. Amen. What is your faith in? What do you put your faith in, rather? Even if you are optimistic, if your faith is in the wrong thing, you will still be on the wrong, in the wrong vein. Our faith cannot be in our own strength and abilities. How worldly optimists think. You know, how I started it off saying all optimistic people are not believers. And it cannot be in this world system because we will ca- that will cause us to be hopeless and depressed, just like many of the pessimists and realists and everybody else. This brings me to Hebrews 11, which says, faith, it, it basically tells you what faith is. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, substance means the quality of being important, valid, or significant. Or it could also mean having a solid basis in reality a fact dependable and stable colossians 2 17 states the substance okay 
I'm gonna let you get a get a, give you a second to get there so that you can follow along. Colossians chapter two, verse seventeen. I'll be starting at the end of the verse, so I'll say Colossians two seventeen B if your Bible has that. So it says the substance, the reality of what is foreshadowed belongs to Christ. Let no one defraud you of your prize, your freedom in Christ and your salvation by insisting on mock humility and the worship of angels going into detail about visions he has seen to justify his authority puffed up in conceit by his unspiritual mind and not holding fast to the head of the body, Jesus Christ, from whom the entire body supplied and knit together by its joints and ligaments grows with the growth that can come only from God. Mm. However, philosophers believe that substance means the essential nature underlying phenomena which is subject to changes and accidents. Now, our belief in God discredits philosophers because we know that God is unchanging and he does not make mistakes. Revelation 5 verse 9 proves God is unchanging ways, God's unchanging ways by revealing God's purpose to save people for himself from every tribe, tongue, people, and nations. So it doesn't matter about the color of our skin. Everything that God has done, is doing, and will do is on purpose for purpose. Yes, everything that God has done, is doing, and will do is on purpose for purpose, okay? We can rest in the fact that God loves us and he will not change his mind. He is not shifting, going to and from. He is not a double-minded person as we can be sometimes. So God will not change his mind, but we must change ours. Respectfully, speak faithfully. I know that some of us have not accepted Jesus in our lives, and I just want to give you an opportunity. If you feel called, then I would like to read with you Romans 10 and 9. It says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So I would like to say a short salvation prayer with you. It says, Dear Lord Jesus, and you can repeat after me. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now help me to live for you the rest of this life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Put your faith over fear and remember, you got this. 
Jay Nice loved you to life. Until next time.